Special guest of the night, Mike Stottleman, Mr. Milt Steagle, Mr. Willie Jefferson, current scout for the Indianapolis Colts, Joy Elliott. And that's why I rock with him. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's why I rock with JV, man. JV! Welcome in, ladies, gentlemen, back on the JV Show. We got another episode for you tonight. We got our NFL Weeks 12 to 15 recap with your host, myself. You guys, you guys have seen me, JV. We got my man, Luke, again on the podcast. He's been with us for a while now, and he's got a new cut, so we got to show him some love today. Luke, how you feeling, man? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. Thanks for the, thanks for the shout out and the new cut. Yeah, everyone's got to notice it clearly. <laughs> there you go. I don't think anybody would have noticed it, man. And uh, again, with us tonight, we have our new member, Jason from Football Kingdom on Instagram. His at will be down below in the comments. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Good, good. Glad to be here. I appreciate you coming on, man. I'm excited to have you on the team moving forward. And as I mentioned, we brought you and Luke in tonight to talk some NFL because playoffs are almost here. And I am so hyped to see what this year's got in stock for us because this season, I'm not going to lie, it's been one of the weirdest seasons I've watched of NFL football so far throughout my life. Every team is beatable. I mean, the Lions get into the playoffs and win the Super Bowl at this point. We <laughs> saw them beat the Cardinals this past week. So literally anything can happen. And tonight, I want to start things off talking again about that one question I love to start every episode off with. Luke, what are your takeaways from the past three weeks of football in the NFL? That Jonathan Taylor is the best running back ever. <laughs> no, but, wow. but being real, um, but being real, that Jonathan Taylor, uh, that I, I'm, I'm going to keep it on Jonathan Taylor. He is clearly... Because I looked at a stat recently about J, uh, JT compared to Derrick Henry last year and Adrian Peterson in 2012. Their stats in the first 14 games of the season, just rushing. And JT had more yards and more touchdowns than both of them. And everyone's like, well, JT shouldn't win MVP if Derrick Henry didn't win it last year when JT's having a better season receiving and rushing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what's frustrating when I see that. And obviously, I'm feeling good being a Colts fan right now. You know, it's you feeling go. feeling good right now. But um, don't want to get too cocky. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor, he's just clearly the best running back in the league. Like I, I don't think that even Derrick Henry healthy, JT had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry did when he got hurt with like 50 less carries. Yeah. So I mean, it's just I think the stats don't lie, and that Jonathan Taylor is should be the MVP this season. Yeah, let me hop in here. Uh, I want to talk about JT quickly too before we go to you, Jason. He's just having a monster season. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't see him winning MVP this year because Rodgers and Brady are the favorites. We're going to talk about that later on in the episode, so I'm going to save that. But as of now, I think if Henry stays healthy, he competes with JT for that you know top-tier running back spot. But at the end of the day, they're neck and neck if they're both healthy. But the things that JT has done this season shock me. I thought this season he was going to scale downwards from last season because of Marlon Mack coming back, Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins. That's a four-headed backfield where all those running backs can produce. And JT just took yeah. over. He just straight took over. I'm willing to just call the call to Jonathan Taylor. 
I don't even know yeah. who else is on that team this season because JT has really been the focal point where if he's had if he's having a bad game, which he really hasn't, the Colts just suck. So yeah, Carson Wentz has to thank <laughs> JT at this point because right now they're looking extremely, yeah. extremely good just coming off that win against the Pats. Jason, I'll come to you next. What are your takeaways from these last three weeks of football? I think anything's possible. Like you mentioned earlier, the Lions just knocked off the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals were 10-3. and three. They were the favorite at the beginning of the year to go to the Super Bowl really early. And then the Lions knocked them off. The Lions are just really good right now. And with Dan Campbell in that front office, I feel like, you know, he's going he's gonna to be their coach. And with a, a bunch of these coaches on the line this year, as in like Matt Nagy in Chicago, like we know Matt Nagy's not going to be in Chicago next year. We saw Urban Meyer a couple weeks ago. He went out. And I think Dan Campbell was just really solidifying himself as the Lions' future head coach. Right. Yeah, Urban Meyer got kicked out, just like uh, we heard the reports of him and Josh Lamb. We're not going to dive into that, but uh, <laughs> wild story. But, yeah, listen, oh, um, I agree with that. Anything can happen. But let's also talk about Dan Campbell. This guy is, like, he's my coach of the year. I don't care how bad the Lions yeah. are. This guy's got his heart, his soul, his family, his life behind this team. This team is 2-11 and 11, or – Pardon me, two and two and what? Two and fourteen? Two and thirteen? Two and eleven and one. Right, right. Okay, so they've had two total wins this season, and Dan Campbell is—I don't see him going anywhere at this point because the Lions—they're yeah. lacking talent right now. I'm sorry, they're not. I, nobody expected them to be good, and I don't think it's Dan Campbell's fault whatsoever. But yeah. just the emotion that he showed after those victories—I knew, but starting coming into the season, he was just going to be a fantastic coach. So. Even if he switches teams, you know, partway through his career, I'd love to just see him in the NFL for as long as possible because he's just, he's got that drive that you love for a coach to see. So I love what I'm seeing from Dan Campbell. Now um, we're going to transition over to some playoff talk now. So we're going to start off in the AFC. Luke, the top seven teams for me right now look set they look like a very talented group of teams however there's some guys lingering in the hunt that could compete for a super bowl at this point right now in the hunt the ravens steelers raiders dolphins browns and broncos do any of those names pop out for you as teams that you think will end up in the playoffs over these next three weeks of football uh, I do believe that the Ravens will win the division, uh, despite the Bengals leading it right now and the Bengals right now leading the division. It depends on obviously this, you know, when is it this week, the Ravens Bengals game, they play one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe, yeah, when, whenever they play, that's going to be like one of the biggest games of the season for any team in the NFL, because that game is really going to decide who makes it the playoffs in the AFC North. And who doesn't? Because, I mean, all four of them could, but I doubt that it'll happen. But then another team that's, like, a shocker to me, you know, they barely missed out on last year, the Dolphins. Yeah, yep. The Dolphins could be yeah. scary. If they get in at that seventh seed, whoever's the, whoever's the two seed, they got to worry. Because Dolphins are the hottest team. Mm, the Chiefs are the best team right now in the NFL. But the Dolphins may be, like, the worst team that turned into one of those playoff teams easily after a six-game win streak, and it looks like it's going to keep going. Yeah, Tua looks great. He looks like a great game manager for that team. Their defense is finally starting to get, you know, rolling. Jalen Waddle's one of the best rookies in the league. Um, 
I, I love the Dolphins. I think they're an, a tremendous team. But yeah, the Ravens, I think, are still going to win the division. And the Dolphins. Everyone else, I think I almost guarantee an out. Because I like just in my predictions, yeah. I don't see any of those other teams making it. Like the Broncos, no. I don't think no. so. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, Ravens, I think they're going to battle the Bengals. So they do play the Bengals this week. That, for me, is the division right there. Um, that's yeah. going to be a wild game, Luke. Uh, I just want to stick with you here. Ravens, Bengals. If the Ravens win that game, they take control of the AFC North. Do the Bengals still make a wild card spot? I think it's possible. I think really though, again, it depends on the Dolphins because I think the Dolphins are the best team in the hunt besides the Ravens. Like the Ravens, you know, they're the Ravens. But then yeah. like the Dolphins, when it comes to a wild card team in the hunt, the Do- the Dolphins are, in my opinion, the most dangerous one. So it really depends on if the Dolphins can continue this win streak or not. If the Bengals lose, obviously. If the Bengals lose... I could definitely see the Dolphins just winning out and then the Bengals, you know, maybe not being able to, you know, do that and get a tiebreaker or anything. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not sure who would have a tiebreaker if Dolphins win this week and Bengals lose. Cause then they would both be eight and seven. Yeah. The seven seed, I believe. I'm not exactly sure. Um, Jason, we're going to head to you right away. Just letting everybody know as it stands right now, the playoff wild card spots are the Indianapolis Colts, the chargers, the bills, the chargers play the Texans this week. I think Chargers take that game. Colts versus Cardinals. I like the Colts in that game. Bills versus Patriots. If the Bills lose this week, that's going to be very, very bad for their playoff standing. So um, I think the Ravens win that division personally, and the Dolphins are hot right now. So the Bills need to watch out because they could end up as the third spot in their division if they lose to the Pats, which is wild, just wild yeah. to think about. Jason, what are your thoughts on the AFC playoff picture right now? Do you think that the Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Dolphins, Browns, or Broncos can make a playoff push in these last I, two? I like the Dolphins. I had them, I think, at 12 wins this season. I had them up to, I think, this year, going into predictions, just because of what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And I think Tua came out, and he had a point to prove after the Watson rumors came out. Everyone was knocking him down, saying he was gone. Watson was the Dolphins quarterback. And Tua came in. I think they're at six straight wins right now. And I think Tua is the Dolphins guy. Regardless if Watson is cleared in the offseason, I think Tua solidified himself as their quarterback. And his rapport with Jalen Waddle, who he played at Alabama with, is just really good. I think Jalen Waddle is the best rookie receiver right now, even with what Jamar Chase is doing mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. And I think with the Dolphins beating the Ravens in that game, I think that the Dolphins are the best team. And another sneaky team you can never count them out is the Steelers. Mm -hmm. I mean, with Big Ben, you can never count Big Ben out. Even though Big Ben's up there, they have a depleted O-line. They have a ton of injuries. I think with TJ Watt on that defense, Mika Fitzpatrick on that defense, that defense defense could boost them up. But I do think Miami's going to be the only in the hunt team that can boost up into that last wild card spot. Yeah. Um, I think again, Ravens, Bengals are gonna battle for their division. And I think the Dolphins are the only team. The Steelers, I'm a big Steelers hater. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, I just don't like the Steelers team. I don't like what they're doing. I don't like um the players on that team. I don't like Juju, I don't like Chase. I just don't like how they act off the field. And then again, Jason, you come on here, man. You're gonna make a hot take like the waddle over. <laughs> Chase, that that's that takes some guts right there because Chase just got selected to go to the Pro Bowl, and I like it. Yeah. I like the confidence you're bringing on, so I appreciate that. I mean, Waddle Waddle is leading the receivers in yards and receptions. Right, he has more than Chase. True, yeah, categories. right. And, and Chase I- is really, if you look at the stats, 
Chase was like that deep ball guy in Cincinnati. Yeah. Where Waddle's like the underneath guy, the intermediate guy, and he can go deep too. And with his with Tua, I think that they're just going to be better than the Burrow-Chase connection over the years. Right. And again, listen, listen. I think if you make that argument two week, three weeks ago, you're you're finished. You're done. But right yeah, now, exactly. Chase, he's not. He doesn't have it. He had rookie of the year locked up. He yeah. doesn't have it. So that is a very very interesting point you can make. I think a lot of people are going to disagree with it. But in the long run, yeah. over these next three weeks, Waddle could prove himself even more. And I think Chase, you know, they got T Higgins there. Um, they got Boyd. And Burrow and Mixon, there's a lot of mouths to feed. So I think that that could also play a role into things. Um, we're going to move over now to the NFC. Looking at the playoff picture for me, and I think you both will agree with me here, um, the top six teams are set. Packers, Cowboys, yeah. Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, yeah. 49ers. I just don't see those teams changing. 49ers are playing the Titans this week. I think the 49ers take that game. And the Rams versus the Vikings, I – I don't see any of these teams losing. So the seventh seed. They just add two offensive linemen to the COVID list too. Yeah. So the seventh seed for me is really what is going to be that determining factor for a lot of teams. Vikings hold it right now at seven and seven. Other teams that are seven and seven, the Eagles and the Saints. And then below that in the hunt, Washington, Falcons, Panthers, Seahawks, and yes, you're one, you're only the New York Danny Dimes Giants. Luke, do any of the, who who's your top contender for that seventh spot in the NFC? I love Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. I love what they're doing. Nick Sirianni, former Colts offensive coordinator. I thought people thought he was a joke coming in with like his press conference playing like you know he's like playing he's telling. You know, before the during the draft process, I'm playing rock, paper, scissors with my players and stuff. You know, everyone thought he was a joke, but man, that Eagles team, they have bare they do not have a lot of talent and they are just proving everybody wrong. Everyone thought no, maybe even number one pick, and now they could even make the playoffs. And then who would they play? I mean, right now they could either play Dallas or they could play Arizona or even they the Rams or Dallas even Tampa. Dallas has the two. Yeah, right they would now. play Dallas right now, yeah. Uh, which I, I think that's a game they could win. It's a rivalry game, and you know anything can happen in those rivalry division games. I don't care how talent, uh, talented Dallas is. It's Dallas. I don't mm-hmm. see how you know they, they don't succeed in the playoffs as much as they used to. Um, but the Philadelphia Eagles is, are a team I love. The Saints have a good defense, but they're not going to be able to shut out Tampa Bay again or shut out a team like that again. They they're just not going to be able to. That's one thing they did. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're what four and zero since Brady's come into the division. Four and zero against Tampa, except in the playoffs, obviously last year. But you know they're just unbelievable in the regular season against Tampa. And then the thing is with the Vikings, like you said, they're playing the Rams this week. The Rams, like that's that's gonna be a hard matchup, especially since the Rams are finally back on their horse. And, and they overcome all the COVID issues last week against the Seahawks, a division yeah. rival. Yeah, yeah, they're back, and you know they're they're fully they're health majoritylyly um, healthy, other than Robert Woods, obviously. Um, but I will say, I think the Philadelphia Eagles can get that seventh spot. Right. I really do. Let me hop in here, Eagles. And this is really where schedule comes into play because a lot of these teams are, you know, one went away from the bottom of the hunt and one went away from the top of the hunt. Vikings have the Rams next. 
No way the Vikings win next week. There is no yeah. way. I, listen, there's a chance because I've seen wilder things, but the Vikings, they, there's just something missing this season. The Eagles have Wait. the Giants, Washington, and the Cowboys. Cowboys are their last game. Yeah. Cowboys might bench their players at that point. That's, that's yeah. three easy wins for the Eagles, and that gives them the playoff spot. Yeah. Wait, is the Minnesota game like at night or is it like at one o'clock? I have no clue. What do you think? If, fi- what do if you it's fi- one of those afternoon games, if it's one of those afternoon games, Vikings win. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins in non-prime time games. He's going he's gonna to throw five touchdowns and you know, automatic win. That's hey, exactly gonna, what's going to happen. Let me tell you right now, the Vikings are just so happy it's not on Monday Night Football because Kirk is yeah. not doing anything. I, I don't care what happened last week. It was They played the Bears. Like, that's a gimme. Yeah, and they played the Bears, and he was awful, and they that's still right. won. Literally, yeah, right. So um, I like the Eagles. Jason, who do you like for that seventh spot in the NFC Wild Card? I'm going to agree with both of you. I think the Eagles have it locked right now just because of their schedule. Um, you know, the Giants are without Daniel Jones right now. The Eagles did slip up against the Giants a few weeks ago. But without Daniel Jones now and Mike Lennon at the helm, or even Jake Fromm, if the Giants want to see what he has, I think yeah. the way the Eagles are running the ball right now, at the beginning of the year, you saw all the run-the-ball things in Philly. I mean, they were not running the ball at all. They couldn't get Miles Sanders going. And now they have seven consecutive games with 175-plus rushing yards which is an NFL record yeah. tying the uh, Bears, which I think it was 85, the 85 Bears. Yeah. And with Jalen Hurts, he, the offense is trying to shy away from making him a pass-first team. The Eagles right now are a run-first team, and I think Jalen Hurts fits that build. And I think with Dallas Goddard now getting a rapport with Hurts, which they just had, you know, on Tuesday night, which they didn't have prior to Gardner Minshew coming in, I feel like the Eagles being hot right now, facing a depleted Giants team, facing mm-hmm. Washington again, who they just beat, and then facing a potential benched Dallas yeah. team if Dallas secures a playoff spot, which they only need one more win to secure the division. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, they could just be benching, you know, Dag, Zeke, Cooper, and Lamb to just prepare for that playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think the Eagles have it locked right now. Yeah. Um, Cowboys up against Washington this week. I think they win that. And – Again, that's right. There, we could be seeing them bench Dak, guys like Cooper, Zeke. Um, Unless Parsons. they want to play for that two seed. Right, but, right. Yeah. But I, I think that I think that the Packers are just going to blow through all the teams left. So it really Absolutely. depends. But yeah. right now, I think the Eagles at, at least have two wins under their belt, which bumps them up to nine and seven, which is going to be tough for these other teams, especially yeah. guys like Washington who will probably lose the Eagles, in my opinion. So I'm taking the Eagles, yep. but lots of opportunity for these other teams. Now, um, let's let's move towards some predictions for some awards, end-of-season awards. We did this at the beginning of the year, uh, me and Luke. Now things have changed. Luke, <laughs> give, me, give me your Rookie of the Year and your MVP of the season. Uh, I'll give Offensive and Defensive Rookie. Uh, offensive. Um, I love your hot take with uh, Jalen Waddle, Jason, but I still got to go with Jamar Chase. I mean, the stats don't lie. He's obviously been struggling recently. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But people, since they voted him into the Pro Bowl, they're going to, they're going to, he's going to win it. 
like he's going to win over Mac Jones just because Mac Jones isn't really the person leading the Patriots. It's Belichick. Mm. He's really leading the Patriots. And uh, for defensive, <laughs> is it a question? I no. mean, like, is absolutely no, not. It's not even a question. Like, I mean, it's a question if he's going to win defensive player yeah. of the year, but it's not a question if he's going to win defensive rookie. Michael Parsons easily. Yeah maybe the biggest blowout in defensive rookie of the year mm-hmm. like we've ever seen, maybe since Lawrence Taylor, um, when he won the defensive player of the year the same year. Um, and then MVP, obviously, I think it should be JT. I think a lot of fans think it should be JT, like a lot of NFL fans. I think over 50 60% would say Jonathan Taylor, um, but who will end up being probably Tom Brady. It's yeah. Tom Brady. The NFL loves Tom Brady. He's been in the league for ever yeah. Um. You know, and he's you know he's the pretty boy. He's so Tom Brady. They're, they're, yeah, he's Tom Brady. They're they're gonna make him the MVP. Yeah. Um. Rookie of the year. It's it's definitely an interesting award. Offensive. I, I think Chase has it still. Creed Humphrey definitely deserves some recognition as a center for the Chiefs. Yeah. But he's not gonna get it, guys. He's a he's a yeah, center. He's been incredible. But if Quentin Nelson didn't get it his rookie year, yeah. Creed Humphrey should. So Creed Humphrey's incredible, but. He, he he didn't make the all-star team, which I found interesting. I thought he would have, um, but he's just not going to make it just because of his position, but he definitely is deserving of some recognition. Um, and Rachel Slater, too, who was just elected to the Pro Bowl. Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, both those guys, for sure, definitely recognition there, but I just don't see it. There's going to be a skill position winning it. Defensive rookie of the year, it's Micah Parsons. We're not Cowboys fans. We're just telling you facts. And then MVP, you you just got to give me Brady. I don't see A-Rod bringing back-to-back MVPs home despite his great play this year. Brady's on pace for 45, 46 touchdowns and a huge pass. I think one of his highest pass yard seasons of his career. Wild. This guy's 44. I think that just tells you how fantastic his, his career has been. Um, Jason... Who is your rookies of the year and your MVP? I think offensive rookie of the year is going to go to Mac Jones. That's just what my gut's telling me. I feel like Chase had it for the first seven, eight weeks, even nine weeks. But over the past couple of weeks, Mac Jones has just even it's just the system. Yeah. Being in that system with Belichick and McDaniels, everyone's going to thrive in that system. And the way he's been thriving, I think. Except Cam Newton. Well, <laughs> but Cam Newton's age, but I, yeah. I think that the fans love Chase, and that could be what pushes him to winning it. But mm-hmm. I feel like over the past few weeks, Mac Jones has solidified him, solidified him as the offensive rookie of the year. And as you both said, defensive rookie of the year, I don't even think it's close. I think it could even be unanimous that it, it's Michael yeah, Parsons. It is unanimous. Oh, it will be. It will be unanimous. Okay. Yeah. Not- and for, for MVP, I, I, I think it should be Aaron Rodgers just because of how well he's played. And if you take Tom Brady off the box, another quarterback has the potential to go in there and win games with the box. Yep. But I feel like as we saw yeah. with Jordan Love, if you take Rodgers out of that system, out of that team, they, they aren't anywhere near close to how they are with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable player for his team, more than Brady is for the box. And Jonathan Taylor definitely deserves the recognition. But in reality, I think they're going to give it to Brady just because of what happened with Rodgers and the whole COVID debacle. I feel yeah. like the voters aren't going to want to give it to Rodgers yeah. because of how, like, he dismissed it and he didn't 
tell the truth, he shied away from it. So I feel like they're gonna give it to Brady, but I think Rogers deserves more. Yeah, he's he's been a little <laughs> odd, odd this uh, this season. He's got he's got his foot up on desks. He's got his toes in our face. He's got he's taking <laughs> COVID advice from Joe Rogan. It, it's just a little <laughs> bit it's, it's a little bit questionable. Listen, he's been I, immunized, everybody. He's been I, immunized. <laughs> I don't I don't care personally. Like I I'm just here to watch football. Okay, it is it is yep. dramatic off off the field. But um, I, I like Brady for MVP right now. I would love to see Rodgers win one too. I have no problem with that. JT is well-deserving of it as well. Um, and I agree. If you take Brady off the box, that can still be a winning team. I don't think they win a Super Bowl ever, though. Um, Jameis was on that team with Godwin and Mike Evans. And granted, that is Jameis Winston. And he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. If he takes away the interceptions, I still think that they can make the playoffs. But... I think Brady brings that winning culture and he's brought the rest of the team really to that team. I don't think Fournette ends up there. I don't think AB ends up there if Brady's not there. And LA Bell. Yeah. So I don't think, yeah. I think that's what Brady has brought. And I think he just brought a veteran presence and a winning culture to Tampa, which they were really missing. So I think that's why Brady is so valuable at the moment. Um, just to finish things up here, final topic of the episode. I'm going to end it off this episode and next episode. Super Bowl prediction. Luke, who's your two teams meeting in the Super Bowl? The Green Bay Packers, because Tampa, Tampa Bay is incredibly hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Godwin towards ACL. Fournette's on IR. We'll see if he even plays in the playoffs. Levante David, I believe, is out for the season, too. Yeah. Mike Evans will get back by the playoffs, maybe. You know, they're they're – like they're bad down in the injuries right now, so yeah. I'm gonna give Green Bay because they're just steamrolling everybody with Aaron Rodgers, and they're I think they're going to the Super Bowl now. Between in the AFC, it's between the Colts and the Chiefs for me. Mm-hmm. The Colts and the Chiefs. The Colts, you know, you know, one of those hot, hotter teams. You know, they just clearly have beaten teams like Buffalo, like New England. Like they they can beat Super Bowl teams. Yeah. Now it really just depends on whether or not they could do it in the playoffs because obviously JT is like their main system. Um, and if Carson Wentz can hold up, if he can hold up, we'll see. Um, but I'll give it to the Chiefs. Chiefs won what seven straight, seven straight, I believe, and now yeah. they're ten and four. Seven. Yeah, they're just Mahomes. Mahomes is looking like MVP again, MVP possibility again, and you know, I Tyreek did just get COVID. But we'll see how and that Kelsey. and Travis Kelsey, yeah. Um, but I still think, yeah, Chiefs Packers, Chiefs Packers. We'll see Mahomes versus Rogers, like yeah, that's wild. Mirrors of each other, and yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we've been waiting. I'll, I'll say Packers. Yeah, you know what? I respect that. Listen, yeah, I. It's very unfortunate what's happened with COVID. Um, I think that a lot of teams would be playing much different if COVID wasn't around, obviously. Browns. If injuries didn't have to play. Exactly, right? Um, yeah. I think the Browns the, would have the division. Yeah, I think on the oh, NFC yeah. side, I like the Packers. I like the Bucks. That's two teams that I just really like. The Rams are hot, but they can go cold. The Cardinals, I just, I don't, I'm not a believer in the Cowboys. I think something still might go wrong. I'm going to take the Bucks versus the Colts because that was my – 
pre like that was my pre preseason like February prediction. And with it. That's that's the only reason why I'm sticking with this because it's still a possibility, and I think it's an okay possibility as of right now, as the Bucks are third and the Colts are fifth in each of their conferences. But I think that we have to put respect on the Packers, the Patriots, and the Chiefs to possibly make a Super Bowl run as well. Jason, let's end things off with you. Who's your Super Bowl prediction? I, I have the Packers out of the NFC. I don't think it's close now with the Bucks and their injuries. I feel like uh, the Cowboys will slip up. I, I think their defense is good enough, but I feel like there's just going to be that one slip up that they have mm-hmm. each year. Arizona's without D-Hop. I don't – I wasn't a believer in them coming into the year. I'm still not. I think it's the Packers out of the NFC. In the AFC, I thought the Chargers were a potential Super Bowl contender until that game against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had them going deep. I think they would have had it. They had the division if they won that game. And I think that they would have had a Super Bowl type of run. But I feel like in the end, it's just going to come down to the Chiefs' high-powered offense. And I don't know if there's a defense besides the Patriots that could stop them. But I don't know if Mac Jones is going to be able to lead that team. So I'm going to have to say it's going to be the Chiefs and Packers. And I predicted that coming into the season. So I think I'm just going to have to stick with my pick of the Chiefs versus the Packers. And then who's your uh, who's your Super Bowl winner? Do you got the Packers or the Chiefs? Packers. Packers. I predicted the Packers to win the whole thing this year with Rodgers. I think Rodgers is either going to go out of Green Bay a winner mm-hmm. or he might even retire with the Super Bowl championship. Interesting. Um, well, there you got it, guys. Two Packers fans and one Bucks and Colts <laughs> advocate over here. Um, that's going to conclude things tonight, everyone. A big thank you to everyone who stuck through the episode. Thank you very much for coming on. Hope you guys enjoyed. Jason, thank you very much for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time and efforts. And Luke, once again, thank you again for sticking through the season. Can't wait to talk with you in week 18. Yeah, man. I'm so excited. So glad to be here. I'll be back for the next episode. I'm excited. I appreciate it. Everybody, once again, thank you very, very much for coming on. And we will catch you guys in the next episode because it's going to be playoff time. See you guys later.